0: Yes, everybody it's thank God. it's friday it's friday right. eric it's ready to rock right you're gonna get bananas is that what you say i i think that maybe. we need a theme and i might need some monkey based sound effects i i don't know about you but that's what Watching i think I need. maybe now that would not be david cassidy that is the partridge family I'm oh sorry you're right there. i'm such a fool you should have said davy jones or possibly Pete Torque, one of my friends. The worst part is, friends. I should
1: have said Davy Jones because I always have it in my head that David Bowie had to call himself David Bowie because it was already a Davy That's Jones.
0: So funny, isn't it? <laughs> David Bowie had to do that. uh Not a big fan, though, Erica, as you know. Cassidy,
1: you did, but that's That's fine. I hate this. (laughs) Here we go. Hey,
0: thank God it's Friday. Speaking of which, Eric. You made a monkey out of me. You did make a monkey out of me, but it was kind of a day to get bananas because, as most people know, and I actually had an inordinate amount of messages reminding me, it is Rosé's birthday of Blackpink, Blackpink." Eric. And I ended up getting, like, I got more messages for Rosé. Then I get for my own damn birthday I'm like, what has this world come to, Eric? But yes, a little, so shet- talk about, so a little, little shet- shout out to Rosé And I I see, though, as I start to talk about it There are people who, if I revealed their names I won't, they may be embarrassed, but seem to be a little more into the Black Pink than they're letting on, Eric I think that they are finding out it is I the revolution I think they're just showing
1: support for a weird, crazy friend
0: Blackpink is in their area right now I ended up being told by my youngest son, Logan Who just had his own birthday the other day He yeah, said, Dad, I don't know he, he ends up, he acts like he's two He ended up saying to me, Dad, if you don't stop this stupid black pink stuff I'm not going to talk to you anymore I cranked it up to 11 then, I was taking him to the wide to play basketball, and I had, I had the budget, and he kept trying to turn it down. And then said, because it is a nice day out today uh, around our neck of the woods, especially for the middle of February, he wanted to have the window down, he could not because he didn't want people to, I mean, you know, give those randos that are walking around going, Look, oh my I God, Logan Werner. And, black parents, and so does
1: he now. Yeah, well, it's it's just you and my mother walking around in a pink cowboy hat. That's what you Maybe, want to
0: be, but a black pink cowboy hat, Eric. Right? That would be <laughs> a black pink. But Tanya also told me not to mention black pink to her anymore. Uh, she she's had enough as well. Oh well, I think but here we have. are. Yeah, I guess not the seventy two million that are on the YouTubes, Eric, but. With that, then also Logan said, those are all just Asian schoolgirls. I said, I think there's a lot less Asian schoolgirls in that button. Who
1: a lot know, of creepy old know. men, too. But it is, Rosie. Just but they like just your daddy. Go,
0: just to go with the idea, just a shout out. She is 25, second youngest in the group. So you thinking that they're 15, that is not anything. And yes, if it's creepy no, it's for me that to I, watch It's not Black that I think Pink they're Pink.
1: 15. It's just I assume, well, I, I kind of know that you think that they should be younger, and that's why you like them.
0: No, actually, I just like them just the way they are. And then with that, you know, everybody Childlike. has their little deal. You know, I have the black pink. You like to watch sweaty guys in tights. So sure that's do. just our thing, right? So there you go. But we're here to talk some comics, not black pink. If you wanted me to talk <laughs> black pink, I could. But I, I know, know that you don't want me to. You don't want me to talk about Rosie Posey or Jenny or any of the crew. But so we're going to be doing three books here. And we ended up, I mean, kind of a random deal That we picked these last night When we were just discussing But I actually think it's a pretty cool section here With that though, this week again Almost done an undercover deal Overall, a lot of Bat Family books We end Castle. up with a ton And it's funny, that one deal When, you know, the lead singer Of Matchbox 20 Rob Thomas, Thomas? told me Oh man, all bad Is it like, David Cassidy? No it isn't, it's Mickey Dolan's. It end oh. up where all of this though it, it's kind of undercover this week because you do have a couple of the bigger books, but it is really Bat-Family centric. We're going to be talking about three books here. Three, uh, Two of them are Bat-Family centric, but really takes all the things out of there. But with that, I like these because they're, they're kind of newer characters. They're kind of a 5G kind of deal. And also, then you have Batgirls. I, I don't know what to make of that book yet, so... We're going to start Did though. You, we,
1: like I a good thing about it. Did you like the back girl that we had 20 years ago? Well, imagine that just with them being 12 years old now. Does that sound great? No, how it about does this? not. How about this? Before we get into the Bat
0: girl, I I want to just explain something too. Number 1, you you just made fun of me and I exposed myself to what I am a Black Pink fan, right? I won't uh-huh. even hit the thing. And that you even said yourself. because oh, you like the younger get whatever. That should mean that I don't know. In my mind, that would be the ticket to me liking the Girls, so That even with a Michael W. Conrad might even think that oh, he likes sissy, but, but th- there's nothing for me to like in that book. I I can't grasp oh, there's a lot going even the on. story. It's
1: just no substance to it. It's like eating. You know, popcorn the entire time, and you're just waiting for the main course does it to have get a there? lot of
0: butter on it. And, of course it does, Jim. Even, even like you said, not even just popcorn. Just you know, some weird appetizers. I can go for it's appetizers for dinner, but yeah, something like that. Yeah, it is. It's actually the classic snack food that just melts in your mouth like that, and your body doesn't able to you know
1: get the idea. But that there it's is eating. a lot going on in this book. Some would say too much going on in that book. But like, what are you getting out Me? of it?
0: Yeah, I I don't know. It's empty calories. It is there.
1: And, yeah, I had listened to a
0: thing way back where the perfect snack food for a company to make is something where your body is eating it, but it doesn't register that it's getting What's any sort of nourishment and stuff. It is the classic cheese puff. Like, that just is – it? your body doesn't register that because you're not really chewing it mel- and that's what that Batgirls is. It seems like it wants to tell you it's doing a lot. Like you said, maybe too much, but – At the end, yeah, I feel like I've just drank diet soda of some sort. Delicious. I don't mind. (laughs) So that's all. Drink diet soda. We're gonna start off with the same here. We're gonna start off though with I am Batman, and a lot of people have not jumped on board with the book. They've thrown shade, and it was oh, he's replacing Bruce. Now listen, everybody thought that he didn't. He hasn't. He isn't going to it. See, never did. You know, and, and again, if you end up, and we're saying this, you know, and I, I don't want to end up sounding like a jerk later, but the idea that if Batman disappears, <laughs> gets killed to Justice League, if they would call on Jace to come back to Gotham, I, I probably won't happen, but if they did, or that event deal, if it did, that doesn't mean he's replacing somebody. That would mean that he's filling in. And well, he's even never when even we never even get that here before. with the
1: idea of the new status quo, the new city for Jace Fox to be the next Batman and, it's less that he is Batman, like, as you know, the Batman as an unnormal. and he feels actually more to me like what, a part of, like, the Batman Incorporated, like, everywhere has a Batman. He feel like, even though he's not a part of it, feels like he should be a part of it, what he's doing.
0: Should have been in New York right away. I-, I know that this was something that they probably never thought of. First off, because of how that possible future maybe averted all that of Future State, that was the first meeting of Jace and the Bat family. So if you're gonna play it like that and not want to get people angry or whatever, he's in Gotham and can't really run into people, right? So that's it's already City. a problem. So but yeah, but still, you're running around the as Batman as people are know you as still. You end up in New York City. I like the play because he is different than Batman, but when he comes to New York City, They're looking at him as Batman And he actually has to almost prove himself To be different and do things differently Which he does, and I think it's it's great I think that it is, and I'm saying the concept We'll talk about the book itself Because of the idea of what he is really about And people can make fun of it You have John Ridley who has Done this throughout, he will take Jabs at people, he'll take jabs at the Haters, things SJW's mentioned In this, the woke bit That is mentioned full out, but I Like this because it is his own Batman. Like you said, it feels almost like it could be a Batman Incorporated. I just think that maybe... But you don't want to change the name when you come back to this. But if he would have taken over as, you know, something... It, people wouldn't have been upset as much. That when he comes back as, takes his brother's deal. Nobody would have had well, a Well, you key. say
1: that, too. I've seen the craziest thing because DC has this whole thing. I don't know if it's a comicsology or what I saw it on. business DC in general, the idea that... The uh, 2011 New 52 Batwing series, something like 50% off or something like like ridiculous like that. It's like really priced down at the moment. And I'm looking at the comments, and out of nowhere, I don't know where the, like, the fan base has been, but everybody seems to hate Luke Fox's Batwing, and they're all about the original I, Batwing I like, game.
0: And again, people were upset at that point too, but that series wasn't selling and it kind of yeah. run its course. And then when we ended up with Palmiati and kind of when they jumped on that night or Batman right. with. Was, it, was with, it yeah, and Gray? It's Palmiati and Gray. When they end up doing that and putting, you know, Luke, we loved it. I, it was fun. And then it kind of got.
1: Especially less with him fun, being an right? MMA fighter. We got away yeah, from that yeah. real
0: quick. Remember when he went to the Maxi Zeus Kumite? I mean, that's fun <laughs> stuff there. But so here's the thing. I think that everybody who commented that hated, oh, I hate the Luke <laughs> I think it's because when 5G was first, and not announced, it never really was, but when they made hints and said that Luke Fox was going to become the new Batman, that issue, I think it was 19, where he debuted, that thing was bought up nonstop. Everybody was grabbing his speculators and stuff, and then that crashed because he didn't end up being. I think they're upset that they ended up buying it. But again, I think that also, and you'll you'll agree with me, I think. You don't agree with me uh, much, but- People like to be pretentious, and people like to think they're That's cool. So, so when, but this is something that I don't really do. I, I will say, Anymore. I'm kind of a jerk, right? But I'm not the type of person who will say like they'll go, "Oh my god, the Nightwing book." If you want to be pretentious and think you're cool with that, you're like, "Well, that what? Oh, you mean the Luke Fox book? Well."
1: Wow. That wasn't really a little. Because I knew you to be a guy that back in the day, if anybody likes something, you were the guy like I don't like that. Well, no, I said that I end
0: up where well, I'm cynical versa. with it. But also, I told you that when people didn't like it, I wanted to review it to try to crack the code and make people like it. So maybe I'm a storm watch never happen for you. No, it was that, and uh, also the uh, birds of prey. <laughs> Remember when I was doing that? The Christy Marks, uh, birds of prey, in the new fifty-two. Never worked out for me, but I still think I'm a gem. But give me the credits here of the I Am Batman.
1: I Am Batman number six, written by John Ridley, with art by Ken Lashley, Rex Locus, and Troy Pateri. And yes, we are big apple bound as Jace Fox makes his presence known. But like most things, Batman, wherever a Batman will go, the crazy will follow him. And right on, you know, right at the same moment, it seems like... New York City has a new serial killer they're going to have to contend with, and it seems that this new, like, you know, robe for possibly Jace Fox going forward, he likes to mutilate the rich and paint them for how they look after he mutilates them, so it's a real uh, <laughs> butchery Picasso situation going on. I was trying to think of an alliteration, like, what is good with P right here? Uh, a pokey yeah, Picasso. It, it's
0: pretty crazy, right? Uh, it's funny, too, because there's an actual manga that me and Luke are doing right now that actually has a very similar deal. Now, with that, I love this play that John Ridley's doing here because we always say it's again, it's a cliche phrase. Oh, my God. You know, is is Gotham better without Batman? It Did Batman create his own characters? Did Batman create his
1: own rogues gallery? And yeah.
0: also the idea of, you know, we'll have it in a bunch of books. We had did the you know, moment
1: respond to his crazy by getting crazy. Exactly.
0: Is there like because and, and it plays out well when he shows up and, you know, through the timeline. Fights gangsters a lot. Then all of a sudden, you get the Joker. All those escalation. Although, so is it the costume hero was the one who creates the costume villain, and things got too crazy, and whatever? And we're actually seeing almost like the petri dish of this right now of going in where it's like the control deal of okay, here's Batman. He shows up. He sh- and oh no. It does look and this like a exactly crazy right. film. We talked
1: about this at the end of I Am Batman number 5. Like, what do you think Jace Fox is going to do? I'm like, I hope he has his own rogues gallery. He's like, nah, he's going to stick to street-level crime and stuff like that. As soon as I opened this book up and saw some strange-ass painter serial comic, like, here we go. Well,
0: and this is the thing, too. This is what I think is where John Ridley's going to play this. And I don't know. Maybe this will be – you know, maybe I should get a hot take, Eric. But this is where – I don't think Jace is going to create his own villains per se. What's going to create Jace's own villains is the same thing Jace is fighting. It looks like John Ridley is going to center on the idea that, you know, the inequities and, and the higher ups, the 1% versus this and whatnot are the ones because here is a villain who is going against the rich and Eat going the rich, and showing. Yeah. And like There's you said, setup. yeah. And and with that, and so did Motorhead. I believe, I don't but care you about end that. up where <laughs> they even have it where he's like painting them as they should look. You know what I mean? So it is one of those where I don't think that Jace will create his own rogues gallery like Batman per se, but it is the the problems that he's fighting that are going to go either or. You have the you know the black and white, if you want to say it in this book, but it's more of the gray areas between the deal. And I thought that that was a cool play. And yes, I still wish that he was fighting just street level stuff at first you to give him, him well. a little more but you get it and that's the thing i was going to say where the things that i thought was going to happen we'd end up seeing and that's how he gets the eye of the mayor and the eye oh, of the this people. is like the,
1: this is the best part because while i was happy to see a rogue a pseudo rogue like a, a potential rogue right away with the serial killer that we had going on here when we sit down and my, my some people might think it's a little bit too over the top, like a political exposition. And so, like, what's going on in New York City right now? But when video does show up that Batman isn't there, and people are like, that's not Batman. Batman's not black. Well, it doesn't matter because it's a Batman who's in our city right now. And the mayor realizing what kind of fuck up Nakano was in Gotham, like, yeah. oh, I we love gotta it. get on top of this fast because the situation that the, the mayor wants to create right now is. We need this guy working for us because this is the thing that we can get on top of. It's going to work with it. And it almost creates the thing that I like about it, it almost creates almost like what we had with the white knight GTO situation where you'll have the vigilante mask working with the police department right there in cooperation. I'm like, well, that's a cool take. I want to see in New York City.
0: And I like that. And, and like you said, first off, the mayor of New York goes, who that Nakano He's going to be running for his political life? No, no, no. He's going to be running for his life. And. No, wait a second. The only mayor who's ever had more problems and did get is Mayor Marion Barry from Washington, D.C. When he gets caught with hookers and blow on a video, he still got reelected, so I guess it can happen. But Nicano, holy crap. But with that, what I like here is and it here's the deal just think of this a little. Now, you still have. The, the big custom built, but it, it has a play almost like Nightwing. Nightwing comes in, and we have Tom Taylor go. You have the Heartless in the background. That's the wacky, wacky deal. Yeah, you still have Blockbuster, but he's doing yeah. things, and it's more of the okay, we got to stop the Rock crime Lester's and things like that. There's more of the
1: that. kingpin going on, even though it's a giant hulking monster, man. He's and still the kingpin. Account,
0: I expect to see maybe a kingpin of New York as well, because you should have one. All but, of a sudden, Wilson
1: is, shows up here and breaks the door down between the funny, Marvel and DC. The
0: funny <laughs> thing is when the mayor or whoever it is in his thing Bill like, I and mean, he says, though, eh, these these costume... And I'm like, what about the Spider-Bans? And then it <laughs> they made me kind of <laughs> giggle when he says, we don't really have the costume deal in New York, but... I like this play, though, where he seems to be on the up and up. This doesn't the mayor himself doesn't seem and he has people on his, you know, deal commissioner, things like that, that they're mad because they know that he means it for the deal. This isn't like we'll use that any he said he will. But. We're not, they're not going and using this as a way to get to Batman and maybe backhanded arrest him or anything. Oh, no. He seems to be on the up and
1: up. This is, this is his Even, deal. You know, he like makes his you know deputy mayor in charge of so and so getting to the bottom of this to create a task force, and it's with this whole idea where this Carmichael his deputy mayor. He seems to be like, you know, he has his own political aspirations. Think this is going to go tits up like the situation and wants to be as far away from what villain of wave is working on because he would like to become mayor himself one day. But he is tasked to do this. And it seems a little bit underhanded. It might try to, you know, sabotage it. From he He's trying forward. to sabotage it. Yeah. Ooh, you had the situation of Carmichael putting this task force together to work with the Batman here. This is where we take the book into one of those weird TV spinoff situations where you have to, you know, OK, this show is working good over here. Let's make some more money by doing it almost like a Joni Love Chachi. But we have to explain, like, I actually was thinking about this when we had the Angel TV series, you know, the spinoff of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But you had Cordelia over there in L.A. with, but like, uh, Angel and stuff like that. So we're in New York City now. You have Detective Chubb. And he's like, you've worked with the Batman and Gotham. I don't like mess. And that makes you perfect in this job. You know what he asked? Well, I do know Detective Whitaker he's gonna we're gonna transfer Detective Whitaker from Gotham over to like New York with Detective Chubb who are going to be a part of this Batman task force So it also becomes this whole thing Like it's a new show in a new city With some of the same characters But also new characters involved Like it really felt like a TV spinoff
0: It did Now don't use Joni Love you Loves That didn't work out uh, But this actually and, and just to say I we say didn't that say anything. all of a
1: sudden Like everybody who Everybody else just said Like anybody who was involved With either Angel Or Joni Love Shachi Like a lot of these people Are now suspect For like a lot of things In pop culture So I'm like this is weird <laughs> Was there a spinoff to Smallville Eric Because there, there was been. There Actually, it was Chloe. supposed to be with Aquaman.
0: Yeah. So with that, though, I, I I look I look at this as maybe the Golden Palace. Actually, I look at it as like an All in the Family and is then the Jefferson Steel. Palace like, still? no, nobody remembers that. But I love the idea where there's shows that people don't even realize were spinoffs uh, of other shows. That uh, is pretty cool. But with that, I think that this this is a good that is a good analogy. It is kind of the whole deal of a spinoff, and with that angel you could go watch now you're gonna get a little more out of it if you watch buffy but angel is its own show you can go and there are probably people who did start watching angel before but and this actually is a good jumping on point if you haven't read i am batman it's only five issues yeah you have the digital stuff you have the zero issue as well though with that though you could probably just go be into six this. Issues. Yeah, you could go into this and, you oh, well, know, right beginning. away. This is fine, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could, this could go is with the this. the
1: ideal for what they even explained. Detective Chubb, you were kicked out of Gotham. You came here. Do you know anybody else? Well, I'm not following Everything is explained to you for where we left off and of Jason Batman, like, you know, in Gotham City. Even the idea that he's here because his sister Tamara has come out of co- uh, uh, a coma, and now is, they've come to New York with the rest of the family besides for Lucius and Luke and now she's going through physical therapy and we're still living the highlight of billionaires row in Manhattan.
0: Yeah, so you have that whole it's the juxtaposition where you end up having jace living the life. I mean, he even he's looking out this penthouse, you know, billionaires row, millionaires row. He's looking out in that and but yet he's Doing Batman at night, which his dad knows. Like there, there's something that you, level like, Batman, but yeah, the away street from level Batman, which you normally
1: get from a Bruce Wayne Batman, where he will go out there, he will be seen. This is what gets him on the radar of the mayor and the rest of the people who work in politics in the city, where they realize. This is not like the, that urban legend Batman doesn't like to get filmed or anything like this. This guy's riding, like tooling around on his motorbike, you know, giving the peace sign to peace people. Peace sign he to people. Like it. He is a more street level Batman. And while it might not be a Batman a lot of people are into because they're used to a certain type of Batman, it is different. And it at least allows me to think, I do want to see what this, because it almost feels like what Nightwing took over for Batman and more. You know a jolly kind of Batman A more talkative Batman Well you know Jace will beat the ever loving shit out of you But he's not as like you know mysterious As like or theatrical as the Batman We all know and love
0: And if you are jumping into this if this would be your first issue You have to realize that when he was in Gotham And this is why I like New York City he ended up ha- wearing a mask Look, he can over he can his it face. make it anywhere. Well, he ma- has a mask over his face because he didn't want people to actually know that he wasn't the real bet. Like, that sort of thing. You ended up having his father, Lucius, say, take the mask off. Let people Show know. Show people that and you so are And so when different. he goes here, it own is it. something where you didn't have that opportunity in the other book where you say, the mayor, like, this isn't Batman. He's black. Like, you had that as a thing where a criminal saw that at one point. But that right there shows you that Jace can do his own thing here, and he is. But I also like the deal with Chubb and when Whitaker comes. But Chubb is is themselves. We know because we have read, you know, that Chubb, not really down with the Batman, right? But New York City, and and they're playing this New York City as a pretty cool way. It's like why people around our area hate New York because they think they're so big. And, oh, my God, in Philadelphia, there is that classic New York City envy type deal. And they play that off well here where you see that. Not everybody thinks they think that everybody's down with Batman and Gotham. So they're yelling at Chubb and Chubb, what are you talking about? I hate Batman. And that works out, though, for the deputy deal because he wants this to fail. So the idea, but I like that deal. Uh, Yeah. And I like this idea just of, you know, oh, you know, Batman this. And even when the mayor gets to talk to Batman, he doesn't really know what Jace is about. All he knows is the. Batman. word that has come down the road from Batman and Batman. Oh, and you know, and you can tell the mayor and people in New York here is, oh, do you hear about that Batman? That's a Gotham problem. Like, that's, well, even that's the cool. idea
1: where you want to work with this new Batman, because you do know he's a black man, because even though, you know, the mayor was talking to the commissioner about the idea of like, it almost, it could have gone almost Batman year one where the police force is going totally against Batman and stuff like that. Where the commissioner almost tells us like, we're going to take this guy down. Like, You really want to do this thing where you go against an unarmed black man and beat the crap out of him? We don't need that kind of press. He's going to work with us. And,
0: again, that's John really showing you that that would be something that would come up. It's not when the mayor's saying this. I don't feel like he's saying it as, you know, that he's a racist or he's saying anything. The commissioner, he's a little sus, right? I mean, the whole thing. But we'll see how this plays out. But, again, usually we'll have a commissioner of police, right?
1: Like, I don't even get the idea of real – Personality or like not like the idea What's written for like the idea that any real Emotion is coming through outside the idea Would it work best for us politically
0: Yeah yeah and again Though that's the weird thing the way that what I said earlier
1: personal with what they're doing Because of how like you know Politically charged they it are It is,
0: But I still think that when you have them Talking away from the mayor you realize That he kind of does Think it, it's something good He He is actually a little better Then maybe he comes off here because they even say, I mean, he's going with that, you know, the woke stuff and all that. But
1: yeah, the commissioner is a little sus. You're right. Yeah, The commissioner is real sus. Like you can't trust Carmichael. I mean, like commissioner will do what he's told, but he'll talk a shit about you behind your back. Carmichael,
0: he's just kind of he's like a slimy politician type deal. But holy crap, you end up where all this going down. and, And what I like, though, is the mayor says to the commissioner, hey, you know, he's just out there. Beating the crap out of people, which is constitutional, right? And I'm like, that's eh, kind of a gray area right there. You, you might want to stop him a little bit, but constitutional rights. We right, have, because he says the constitutional right of seeing a crime and reacting to it. That's okay? right. I see
1: crimes all the time. Jump yeah, you right react on that to them.
0: You tell your ass the other way. That's what you do. <laughs> I react so quick. You're yelling as you're running. Constitutional right. Sovereign. Like, look at that jerk. Uh, but with all of that, I I do like because this does, you said, we're not gonna have a year one thing. We're not gonna but we kind of do combined with it, because the commissioner, he's the commissioner of New York City. That's what I find interesting though, because
1: what they're doing right now, it seems like that white knight GTO situation, like this is where it goes in a different direction than Batman Year One, and I do want to see where that but goes. With that, in New I York still City.
0: think it keeps with the year because the commissioner doesn't like it. He's going to have to deal with it, and I think that that's the play there. It kind of does give you too, a lot because
1: you know uh, Captain Gordon. Well, the commissioner wasn't there, the whole thing, but Captain Gordon, you know, he didn't totally despise Batman in Year One. This is one of those where a again, it's New York City, and you're going to
0: play this idea of well, New York City was fine before. Well, was it? They even say, they, they have the classic line here is, as long as the trains run on time, that's all that it's people It's so funny, because right? when I was
1: doing the written review of this, I wanted my tagline to be the thing where it's like, in an, uh Friday the 13th, part 8, hey, Jason takes Manhattan. The whole tagline that now New York has a new problem. I'm like, I kind of want to say the same thing for this, but I didn't. You didn't put, now it's the concrete jungle. A little predator,
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> He's in New York with a few days to thrill. Uh, you end up where... They're there and and Jace now, and the funny thing is too. I love this idea, and this is the thing that I thought John Ridley did a really good job at. It's not pushing your face that arrogance of New York City. We're we're Philadelphia guys, you know. New York, to the hell with you. But it's that arrogance yeah. of making a task force before you even ask Batman. I mean, they are, they think that here we are, we He's run it. Right. Yeah, and he is. It's funny that he too, does you that. He finally
1: have his, you know, his man—not his man inside, but his more like guy in the chair, tech expert. Val has finally showed up in person. We finally get to see what Val looks like, and the idea, which I wish I could remember her name off the top of my head, but the person from his past that he once knew that came to Gotham previously to do some like you know stuff with uh, Fox Tech. She is based out of New York, so you have this whole supporting cast already, without it feeling more forced than like. You know, Detective Chubb and Whitaker showing up like it's a spinoff. Yeah, and and
0: that is forced. But the funny thing is we like Chubb and Whitaker, so I didn't get that upset about it. It does feel weird. We were wondering how they like, were going to do that, up, right? Like the
1: whole thing is it's almost the idea where, like, we knew Val was in his ear; he's a friend of Jace's entire time. But now that he shows up; he almost feels like well, like a new character showed up, like almost like something. Like, I think that
0: is the like, deal. Like, just,
1: when, when he showed up, I heard like the audience, the, like the live studio audience, start cheering when he walked in the door.
0: Everybody's <laughs> waving like Stan. On the set of White Rice, hey everybody Uh But I, I do agree, and I think that That's the play, again, you want to make this A fresh start almost, Eric, give me the fresh Start, fresh please, start. and so Seeing Vaughn Vol- It does. Like you said, this is like the, oh my God, I want to see the, oh my God, I got it, the first issue. And I I like his look. He's kind of goofy. No, I expected. He had the headband, Eric, so you have to like him a little, right? The
1: thing is, his headband, he looks like like a, a, what the hell is the logo? Like, let's get physical. uh, Olivia Newton's john This is a guy who jogs way too much. Yeah, he does.
0: He does. Even when he shows up, he looks like he should possibly be wearing. One of those like not tank tops, but tank tops more of a shirtless or a uh, sleeveless shirt that you run
1: with. Were those tanks that hang down way too far? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what he looks like. Like I'm saying, he's John Cena rap days, right? The rap days John Cena. But I, I, I kind of like economics. him. Yeah, I like when you see him, and I like you know the whole deal. The gang's all here, and you even get chubbin you have to have Chubb. Like the idea of Chubb's like, yep, I really wanted to be here. Like the deal, because when she shows up too, you might get that ooh that audience reaction because she doesn't really like Batman. So what's going to happen? I'm really
1: afraid I'm going to continue reading this book, which I do like. This new status quo for Jason, I but really, really like a lot. That I, whenever I go to read this book as the series continues, I will hear the audience you know, reaction I get to hear as I go. The audience
0: reactions we have to have. All of those reactions from now on. I'm
1: afraid it will happen.
0: I don't hear stuff like that, but I'll think of it. And it'll make me giggle that you hear Eric. I'll be (laughs) like, ooh, we put in this mind. He needs medication. (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. But I do have to get, at one point, I wanted to get all those reactions. Like, this is where, at the point where Chubb shows up, you actually have Mrs. C tell Fonzie to sit on it, Eric. Oh, my God. Oh.
2: That's what I got.
0: Oh my god! Uh, but I really like it. I really think that this is something that if you stayed away from it for any reason, even if it's hateful, which some people did, or maybe you thought, "I don't need another In Gotham Bat book." That's one of the big things, right? Agree.
1: Well, uh, it's not even just the idea on In Gotham Batman, Out of Gotham Batman, but just where we we stand in DC Comics right now with what we had coming out the other week and this week. Maybe you just don't have an, enough room for another bad title true. on your cool
0: list, and it's very true. You may not, but. And right now, with Jace being the new kid on the
1: block, he is the weakest link.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- that is the problem, unless you say that Batgirls, Eric. But that has classic characters that people exactly. like. So. Probably should be the weakest link, but classic characters. Now, with that, though, I think that this really does set up a really cool new start for this book. And I'll give another deal here. This book is never sold poorly. I mean I say this about people not not reading it, but I don't really hear a lot of people say. I don't know who's buying it. Maybe they just don't listen to us or talk to us, but I don't have anybody who really says I don't know about you, you review it. But the idea of man, did you read that I am Batman this week? And I we mean you read a lot about it. And And
1: whenever I look at comments that DC Comics has put up and like you know, people respond to it, it's Thing is, I say it's going to be hate for Jace, but really, anymore, it just seems like people have come out of the woodwork. I don't even know why they follow DC Comics because it's the worst shit I've ever I, read. I
0: mean, it's a, it's a crep show when you end up having well, comics. I'm done with social media for a and, while. And it's almost, you, you almost feel bad. Now, again, me and you, we do a DC Comics podcast, obviously, if people are like, you're listening to it right now. But we've never thought of ourselves as, and we're big fans of the comics and things like that. But we never, th- we're not fanboys for the company itself. So we're we're here. We talk our mind. We we talk honestly. I go to those comments, and now I'm defending things that I don't even necessarily love, but just because of I don't the- want to get entangled. I, well, shit. I get entangled because I. Don't I start want- writing in that Anybody I can have their opinion but when you have people spouting out stuff without any sort of you know knowledge where they start yelling at then it gets it upsets me because that's going to just trickle down to the next person next person people start you know mimicking and aping things that aren't true and when you end up having this deal where every time I would see I am Batman, it's well, they got rid of Bruce. He's replacing Bruce. That that was future state stuff. That and Bruce is still the there. Weird. And and so you had all that stuff. But and so then people who aren't reading, but maybe they're interested. They go and look at oh, I wanna see what the oh, they're oh, I don't want but it's not Necessarily, the truth of what's going on, and, and I just everybody should at least try things before you know. You can Bat hate what you going want. Take a bite out of the big apple, everybody. Yeah, really. And it it's going to have worms in that apple, baby. I don't know what I'm saying, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm now. I'm thinking of the uh Rolling Stones song "Shattered" about New York. I might have to look into that one <laughs> for a little parody. But all in all, again, if you haven't read it. Maybe you should just check this one issue out If it, if it gets, you know, oh, that's kind of cool That's a little different that's about
1: seeing New, York, New, York?
0: Uh, New York, New York is weird And because of the whole idea Where the, the big, oh, Gotham's New York Well now you see, and it's kind of the funny play again By John Ridley of, not only is it not But New York hates Gotham Gotham now is Philadelphia, I, I hate to tell you it, it really feels like that crap hole But with all it's of candid. that I almost was going to tell you Beforehand this wouldn't make sense. You'd have to change. But I almost felt like Jace should be in real New York City, separating him from all the things. It wouldn't have been worked out. But when I see that, I'm just saying that it's almost like an Elseworld deal where we're not going to deal with any other things. He's just a guy in the real life, our okay. New York City kind of deal. And I I thought this at the point to distance himself from Batman, Gotham, all that. This book does it well enough. In the in the universe, which makes more sense, they weren't going to do it. I just I was going to tell you how I could explain it. Was it's a shame that they just didn't have Jace originally as hey, if there was a real Batman in New York City, and it would be this guy, whatever, and then people couldn't it say like replacing a new
1: kind of like realistic Batman creature of the night situation yeah, something with Jace like that, but
0: yeah, and the real deal and and. Uh, maybe then you wouldn't have had the hate Of he's replacing you know Bruce Or whatever but now he's in New York City He's not replacing anybody he's doing his own Thing and he's expanding now I would hope if this goes well And things go on like the Batman Batman himself Bruce Will and we're wait I'm kind of waiting For that baton handing off Kind of thing or at least a hey you're okay And maybe we will get Batman Show up in New York to say hey I want to make sure Everything's on the up and up if You need help whatever uh, and then you can say that Okay, Batman said thumbs up So everybody you should read it And stop hating But I'm starting
1: trying to think right now What other heroes would just be In a plain New York City That one day he could have Like a team up with John John Ridley, Ridley ever wants to go that way But I You know, when the New 52 happened We had a bunch of heroes Transplanted to new locations Stuff like that Like at first at the, When it first started You had Hawkman and Static Shock You know, not Static Shock But the Static You know, working out of New York For that I'm like, but we don't have that anymore I'm like, I don't know anybody Who's just hanging out in New York City Besides the Jace now Heroes who have opera Rated. i'll give you a list creeper i didn't uh-huh. grab creeper then oh, creeper is more <laughs> of a gotham character though firestorm firestorm kind of but he's more of a pittsburgh character uh,
0: john uh stewart uh green lantern says kyle rayner oh yeah kyle yeah he yep, there. the manhattan guardian nightwing at a point but power girl rush yeah sandman wesley dodd supergirl tempest troya vigilante Wonder Woman. Yeah, you have the team. That's the Titans, thing is, the we used
1: stuff. to, we did used to have a lot of heroes in the '90s that were chilling in New York City and stuff like that. So I don't know anymore because, like, I even think the Ray was there for a little while. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, maybe I was just thinking of the Team
0: Titans and the Outsiders. Maybe that's why I thought of Metamorpho or something like that. With that, they were out of New York, which at is a weird point. too
1: because you have the. I think you. I uh, know. I guess the San Francisco Titans Tower was destroyed previously, and now we just have the Manhattan one, which like I think the schools. at. now I'm, I'm getting all mixed up yeah, now with like Teen Titans Academy, because I guess that takes place in the Manhattan Titans Tower, but I always think of it as San Francisco.
0: Yeah, and and the weird thing here is too, what is kind of an open space the villains faced out of, or who have operated out of, and Deathstroke is listed as one. That would be more Teen Titans things, and also he's out of everywhere. But Dr. Light, Hyena, Killer Frost, and Multiplex are the only ones so that you have an opportunity. I guess
1: Firestorm was there for a while because I'm like, those are all Firestorm. Yeah, belts. and I was going to
0: say, that's why they're there. So you actually have a really cool way to start opening up things like I'm this. I'm thinking
1: about that. I think it's when Firestorm Money Raymond was going to New uh, NYU going for to NYU. college.
0: Yeah, that would make sense. So, yeah, so that was just out of there. So he went from Pittsburgh over to there. But with that, you know, it's, it's kind of a new thing because that's they have Pittsburgh tried right to oh, – no. Keep it's funny where you would have that mix and match of things. Of, well, we'll have this city is in there, San Francisco, but New York, we can't because that's kind of got them based on and things. So I like that. I, I think that it's so a good deal. What you telling
1: me is the next world's finest is going to be Jace Fox, Batman, and Ronnie Raven, Firestorm. Maybe.
0: That would be awesome. <laughs> I reckon people would lose their minds, but what
1: would you give me? You think the book's not selling now? Just wait, add Firestorm. And that's the thing. This book I said is selling. Yes, I know. I always want to make a joke about nobody reads Firestorm. What I was, sa- was going to say is, The
0: idea that they're switching, some people who are the haters will probably look at this as a desperate move because no, the book's selling. It's selling way better than some, you know, big books are supposedly like Flash Wonder Woman. It's selling way more than that. It's selling in like the 40,000s every time I look, so that's good. But I think that they want to, John Ridley, and they want to have him have his own identity. He can't have it in Gotham.
1: Even though he's still Batman, he needs his own identity. And this is a great first step forward in doing that because even the stuff that we're doing previously with the seer and the stuff that left over from the magistrate and stuff like that, it was just Batman's leftovers. Now we're starting fresh and it feels good to be in New York City with Jace with this I, new I t- so. quest he's on.
0: And now with that, we don't need to have like all of a sudden, oh my God, my new villain, the Laugher. And it's just the Joker, like, God, please don't do that. But that's what I would be really afraid of. But in Gotham, people would still, even us who like the book, things happen and you have to think, like, where is Batman? Like, where's Nightwing? Why aren't they going in here? So he's they on his Arkham own now, he is, but he's on his own now. Yes. He has the whole city of New York City, and and that is pretty cool. And there's going to be where you would probably have, like, again, I say Kingpin, but the underground even that I want to see more of, they're going to be pissed that he's there. Like, look at this jerk. Like, we had it made.
1: Wait till King Deathstroke finds yeah, out about yeah, this. and May <laughs> play
0: off the idea of, like, you know, the whole thing with that. And the idea of, listen, New York City, yeah, they had a lot of crime. But it was the crime people were used to and it was happening. And nobody else, there was no collateral damage as much. But now that you came they in and fudged up the things, <laughs> now things are going bad. And I do think you will have some people who want him out. And there, there probably will be a racial Bit to it as well, the way that John Ridley writes, but that's fine. That that's what this book is. So, with that, what would you uh give it?
1: I am giving us a seven point eight out of ten. I think the art's really strong. This issue, I love the new status quo. The thing that holds me back from labeling it or well, putting it a little bit higher is just the spin-off feel of it for how forced it is to make sure the other characters can come from Gotham over here right when Jay shows up at the same time. I like that we have these characters. The execution I just found, I it left me wanting.
0: Yeah. I liked it a lot. I I mean, I'm telling you, I have been one where you and me reviewing this book on the podcast, we both like it. I've always been a little lower than you just because it it always did feel extraneous. You come in and, and I mean, even to the point where you were pretty much more excited about it, you read all the digital, you were getting all fired up about it. And so we go into this and I think that this is the most excited I've been for the book now, so I'm going eight five. I mean, I really was impressed. I was really thinking oh, that no, it wasn't I gonna be that, that great. I really liked it as well, but there was just some elements. That's the thing. I think we like it the same amount, but yeah. I don't mind the I mean, I'm telling you, now that you even said I'll, I'll give you laugh credit one off of my head. <laughs> you said the laugh track and the audience reactions plus the idea of the spin-off feel, that that makes me laugh. And that makes me like if you're gonna do it. Make it in a way that is just there Yeah, go for it And he did, and I think that it plays out really well And just the idea, I I don't know why When you have that girl taking the picture of Jace on the motorcycle Showing that he's out Again, not something that it's pointed out, we even said But really to point it real out is He's also going out and about during the day as well Even though he says to his mom Well, I work nights, whatever Kind of alluding to things But I do like this idea where he's just not batman he's already got a new identity here as a batman so it's kind of a funny little play there when he gives the, the peace sign and actually lets the girl take a picture of him like that right there if you think that he's trying to replace bruce or oh look at them there's no way batman's doing that i mean there's no You're way right. in hell replacing so that's that right there yeah maybe i mean maybe you could have a point there but yeah i'm eight five i really liked it but we're gonna go to the next book which is, you know, a a fan favorite, I would think, right? You you got John Kent here. And with that, I I need, like I said, I just got excited about I Am Batman because it felt fresh and new and something going on, even without not much going. This book is starting to wane for me because I need something more going on than just John being put on a pedestal of the greatest thing ever. And it's starting to feel like some of the complaints that I have on Tom Taylor's deal with Nightwing but yet there's still some things that I, you know, I'm interested in and want to see more of. But it's just it seems like we're not getting a lot to bite off. But I still like this issue. You'll see. I think I still like it as much as you. But overall, I do need more. But give me the credits.
1: Superman, Sonny, KLL number eight written by Tom Taylor with Art by Cian Tomei, uh Raul Fernandez, Frederici Blee, and Dave Sharp. And the thing that you were saying right there. I actually found this issue, like, you know, better than we've had previously, especially in the last issue where it was just the whole beat you over the head with the idea that we're destroying the oceans. We need to do something about it. It felt like an after school special and I really just did not like that characteristic of the previous issue. This one, I think, went away from that. And instead of just showing us, like, like the new kind of Superman that John Kent's going to be, when we actually see what happens in this issue, it feels more of a throwback of showing you why he is superman yeah, but we that's already what got that more about it's that.
0: one of the things where the the play here is the john can't save everybody and he gets upset and and with bendix in the back we're not getting much more except this big plan being put in and he's like the rising he's like billy mays out there doing this little you know infomercial deal but what's that, the biggest
1: uh, the idea of finding out more about the Gamora Corps, the post humans that the Gamora, uh, President Bendix is making with the whole rising thing that he calls it. they like the code name with Lex Luthor and stuff like that. I actually found that the most confusing aspect of this whole thing because I want to know more about that. Obviously, Bendix is not on the up and up. He's kidnapping people, turning them into freaking, you know, controllable mutants, essentially. But when we have a demonstration like the Gamora Corps, They are doing his bidding. And then later on, when Henry Bendix is giving a gigantic presentation like the Justice League and people like them, they're the problem. This people like Superman. We can't have him doing his bullshit because he's ineffective. Now, me and Mike Gamora, I control them. And I will license them out to like whoever buys them for countries, corporations. You can have your own private security. And the way he's talking about this at first is almost like a motherfucking TED talk. It is. And it feels like he is actually talking to legitimate people, politicians, corporate businessmen, and all this. But when you pan out to the crowd, every guy is wearing a fucking mask. I'm like, is this legit or not? I think it's
0: not. I think it's legit, but it's not. I mean, I think that these are world leaders that don't want their like, known exactly. that they it might buy like, themselves. You know, the
1: Court of the Alice have showed up, but yeah, talents ain't working. But it's just everybody like, look, I'm not going to go to Gamora. We're going to see this freaking presentation, but... Anonymity is a key because I can't see let people see I mean, me. I wouldn't see, want people to out. see
0: that that's what might uh, be. But also, here's the play, and I think that the play here is he has teamed up with Lex. Lex seems to be like, but how far?
1: Because like, it, Lex is only on the periphery.
0: Lex, though, in this almost seems like he's like, "You're bull crap. I don't want to deal with this anymore." Especially when it almost he destroys almost seems Metropolis. Bored with it. I think he's actually angry. But the play is here, and I get this Bendix. This is. You know, in my mind, it's Lex luthor light, But it is the idea where he does center on John And Lex hasn't really done We had, you know, John take the L And threw that yeah. L at him and things like that and whatnot. But he's not really going any bit Like, he's laying low in this book And we think that possibly at some point He may even, with the play of Batman, Inc. over at the Batman deal Maybe he's going to play that both sides And maybe help John at one point But in this, to me, when Bendix starts saying And Bendix full out says, listen that's a stinking alien. He's not going to care. He cared for a monster more than his own city's people. He's Lex Luthor. He, what but, a spin. but the thing is, though, and I think that you might agree with me, if you end up having – if you're a, like a Lex Luthor and you hear – somebody else spouting your nonsense you, your you, rhetoric uh, you don't first off but in a poorer and, way and in a poorer way but i think that lex is one of those guys who's so egotistical that he's not even to think that that's his right he, what is that bullcrap? Oh, and get mad because you don't almost like when we say it's funny if somebody gives a book uh an eight out of ten but they have a review and you're like you didn't even read the book and we get mad even like you don't even know what you say. i think that lex looks at it as like you don't. you didn't fight the fight here. You don't know what it's like. What you talking well, it's a weird about? a
1: situation where it seems like Bendix and Luther, for where we set up now, ever since post-medal and stuff like that, everything that Luther's gone through, even the idea that he just got his money back and stuff, it almost feels like Luther and Bendix, the president of the island nation of Gomorrah, were like old drinking buddies. And the idea is, eventually, Luther, while they like to go out and get fucked up together and talk about world domination and how filthy fucking aliens are. Eventually, Luther wanted to clean his act up and had to get away from that. And without Bendix realizing they're not friends anymore. We knew that uh, Luther is out there doing Batman and corporate stuff and might want to like, you know, make amends for what happened with death metal. Let's you know, siding with Doom and Perpetua and all that stuff where he might become a, a pseudo superlex again. But I think in the background it was like, all right, buddy, we still got that rising going on. Shit, sure, I guess Lex
0: would be like, you know, Lex from 2008 called He he might take your call I'm not gonna now, because I've kind of gotten past this But this this just seems like
1: something that he was a part of Because even the idea of the post-humans and the Gamora core that Bendix is pushing right now It almost feels like Lex's everyman project when he was President Luther at that point of giving people powers, allowing them to protect themselves because heroes are fucking bullshit. And it almost seems along those lines, except for Bendix, like, and I mind control them. Yeah, and (laughs) that's the
0: weirdest thing is at the point I actually thought of that whole, you know, project. And it, it seemed like maybe Tom Taylor is aping that a little too much. He's twisting it and putting it at Bendix, but it is kind of the same. Now, the big thing is I'm there. Me and you are there. We have our masks on. Maybe we're going to hire and, and get some of this project deal. We'll get some of these metahuman deals. Yeah, right? We'll, we'll do that and somehow that'll make the podcast do better. I don't know how this will work. We might end up world domination. and Terrible One, of, business, one of the rules, the new constitution, you have to listen to us. But with that, he's giving his spin. Like I said, like the Billy or the Wow guy. He's up there doing his thing. We're the best ever. I'm just going to raise my hand. I'm like, uh, yeah, I know I'm not supposed to interrupt, but I kind of saw that that guard of yours going, and most of them died. I mean, they didn't do very well. Well, what gives? Because they didn't do well. That filthy alien let Sparks die. And that's die. the thing. He spun it against John, but really... If you're paying attention and kind of getting involved in some investments and things like that, I'm more paying attention to what Good the deal editing. did. Sparks went down hard and heavy. Died a hero, that's Sparks. And where I said about the continuing of, hey, we're going to put John on the pedestal, and you said, well, this is a little different. It is a little different. Now, I will tell you, it has nothing to do with my rating of this issue. But at the end, we are going off to a two-issue tie-in with yes, Nightwing yes, yes, and things. Are. So right away, that got me on. Uh, okay, but it still ends up being and and we know this we know that john wants to save everybody but it always has to like tom taylor each issue seems like he has to have at least a section where he has to remind you that john thinks of the planet that he does and it's not as bad as the after school special last issue but it's still there and it's starting to kind of annoy me and i i said this before and i've mentioned this a bunch of times but When Tom Taylor writes Elseworlds, I told you this before about the idea where it seems like that frees him to be able to do some kind of worse things to characters. You know, that's where he can make a Superman evil or he can have a a jor get sexy. Right. Things like that. But I also have the idea because
1: infidelity is never sexy.
0: Well, I mean, if you're the ones doing it, but. There's that other thing that we have with Tom Taylor books that I always love are those character moments that he makes you, I said he makes you fall in love with characters you never thought you would. I always bring up from The Unkillables, The Creeper. Man, you have a little argument about that, but you end up, well, that's because he's usually going to kill those characters. So he does that, but he's not going to kill John. So I'm waiting. Is this like a block where he doesn't really know how to make us fall in love with the character? Because everything seems to be him trying to convince me That I already should or do love John Instead of giving those character moments And he has Jay Nakamura in here And what he just does is They smooch at the end But there's not that I don't have that connection That sometimes he has in those Elseworlds books And I don't know what it is Because here It's just that they're always all good And and that's something I can't get behind Eric, I'm not a good guy And I like my heroes to be good But I want them to also have you know, some little edge to him or something. And and John doesn't have that yet. Well, this is
1: still the early days. Like this is issue number eight of this whole thing. And the idea is you have a Superman here who has to live up to the idea of being Superman. We know that he wants to save everybody. He wants to be a Superman. What was not We talk about Jace Fox doing Batman stuff, different being on a lower level to the people. And that's what John wants to do as well. He doesn't want to be out there smashing asteroids with his fist. He wants to be a Superman of the people who does want to save everybody. And when you have the situation there, you do get to see him do Superman things with his superpowers, which goes on here, but he isn't able to save everyone is it face-to-face with that situation. His
0: father couldn't either. Neither can Batman, neither can Aquaman, neither can Flash. This is something we see in every book.
1: But that's the thing is, though. Your father doing something as opposed to what you're doing. Until you see it face-to-face, it doesn't matter. But I
0: don't see him stumbling at all as Superman here. He's already a better Superman, I think, than Superman has been in the past. He is doing everything... Perfect that people love him Now yeah Bendix trying to twist it But it is that deal where I don't see him Stumbling at all I don't see him having Any problems I'm wondering what Yeah he's upset because he can't save everybody That's something he has to get used to It's not something that's going to get better He's not stumbling he didn't end up being distracted because he's just a kid not even playing up the whole idea that he is probably you know the youngest superman here and he has to. everything was thrown on his shoulders his dad just left it's like your dad eric you had to be the man of the house you weren't ready eric you weren't the man your whole family's a wreck it is but so i that's what i feel like the idea of me going into this wanting to see a young john kent dealing with even dealing but with the, the idea is, that he's you in a volcano. Are getting
1: that because when he does come, come face to face with the idea of a dead body there, while one of the Gamora Corps is saying, like, see what you did there? You could have saved all of them. But you sided with a monster. You let this person die. Your Superman is a fraud, a fake, a sham. And you see immediately when he goes off there saying, I'm sorry, immediately what he wants to do. Is put all this weight and hide He talks about the idea of Jackson Hines like look he said I can live underwater And you know what it's sounding pretty appealing now. Even the idea of taking Jay Nakamura up on a job offer Of being the anonymity of working for the truth On that freaking sail barge That is still him hiding No
0: I don't think it is And and really the idea where you say He's going to be wearing a mask Well, Yeah but that's because that's the rules of that company And, doesn't and, have to and, be. and he's also doing just things You know like Lois Lois was you know Mr. X or writer X in the deal that's nothing that I think is any different that's just something that people do anyway and the idea where you say oh you should live on the water yeah that might be something again it doesn't have that Tom Taylor grip on me that I think John's actually going to do it I don't and there's no way I know he's not going to so the idea that would be like me saying you're like oh Jess is awful oh my god and I said well you could sleep on the couch and you're like I'll think about it you're not thinking about it you're not I didn't never got an idea and that's where I don't see, I see everybody thanking him, everybody loving him, which they should, but I don't see, the struggle to me isn't seeing a guy who died that was sent by Bendix in the deal. The, the struggle would be. No, and I'm I talking mean,
1: about a guy that died because of the uh, the flooding of Metropolis There, so that he wasn't able to but save that's here. the
0: thing. Tom Taylor, there's one guy who died. He says, and that's where Tom Taylor, I, I swear, he cannot go hard edge with anything where he says, and, and Eric, by the way, this Leviathan, does cause a tsunami tsunami and so when it does come it says the devastation was still pretty bad but it wasn't as bad so i'm expecting a ton of people die i think that a lot of places got destroyed but tom taylor does not focus on that because that would almost mean that john isn't good enough but that's what i kind of want to see i want to see where john has to go do something and then unfortunately a bus of kids ti- i don't want kids to tire but the idea it where you. it really shows that he now, made a mistake that he's not used to being put on the spot like this, he was you know a little kid when when he ended up burning Goldie, his cat I mean that was a big moment where you see that, oh my God, he's not ready in these, but once he's become superman, he's just right in he's doing even through shade of his dad. You now you should do more, you should do this, but I'm never seeing a John who is struggling much of any. Anything here, he's doing everything. And I think
1: you will going forward though with the idea that he did lose this person, thinking about living under the sea and taking that job off with Jade to freaking be have his anonymity on that sail barge. I think we are going to see that, like the the comeback, not the comeback, but the repercussions of what he has come face to face with here think in this so. issue.
0: I, I think that it's too late for that. We already. See I think that. it's going to
1: take Nightwing shot and freaking you know, put yeah, him but back that's on just track. Next
0: issue. So how much yeah. are we going to see him struggle if it's next issue?
1: Well, I know, like we have Nightwing and we do have Wally West and stuff like that showing up eventually. The
0: idea with this of him going off, like this was a job he was already offered before this. He was discussing it. I don't think it's. He says anonymity, but it was last he issue. He ends up, yeah. So, but everything's quick like that. You don't ever have anything where they mo- like you said. Oh, you want to live underwater? I might. No, I won't. Hey, Jay, I I was offered that, and I really thought I might. Even Jay doesn't say like, well, what about me? Was I going to go? You have some. An opportunity to explore things and he never does because then it's just nope, John did the right thing and he's great. And I just it's starting to wear on me that I don't have a connection because anything that happens, I just think John's gonna come in and solve it. He ends up having help by Aquaman and more uh with uh Jackson. But you end up taking the Kraken out and you know push it out to sea and things like that, which is used. That I don't mind using having Bendix use that against him. When John was doing the right thing, and really couldn't have done anything more. That tsunami, Eric, it's coming. It, whether or not he tries to save the Kraken, yeah, he could have you killed think it him right away. But. for
1: you and you know. Uh... I can't think of his name. Say tsunami. Uh, me and George Takei. I he yeah, claims think so? that that's because, he claims it's oh, the I right know way. way. He claims, but he I, has to be I've around heard that.
0: Well, we were wrong all along, Eric. Well, so, we were right, yes. and he's wrong. I don't know. It, it is a I I would suppose a Japanese word, and he is a you know of descent. So I think that he would know both languages. So I don't know, Eric. I'm just saying. I just like the way it gets you angry. Tsunami. And that's actually Howard saying it because I couldn't get a clear dip. That, that's Howard making fun of it like you are. But with all of this at the end, he does, like you said, he accepts the offer from Jay, they smooch. And Bendix really shows this deal where, hey, you can get an army of these people, and we can have this all around, and I mind control them right there. Red flags should go off for everybody.
1: But no, that's what they want because they're all wearing masks. That's yeah, exactly they are. What they, they are. Want. With that, and I like, love idea. the idea. It really came off like it was like a legit thing to be a like a, a nation protector against anything that comes your way, so you don't have to rely on the Just League or other super powered beings because you have your own at your own command. But then, like the idea where everybody's wearing masks, like. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this. Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's weird things about it. and I was gonna even say like maybe it's something that Tom Taylor doesn't want to actually like say. Oh my God, that person looks like it'd be from that kind. I don't know, but they're there and they don't want to be seen. And I guess that Bendix isn't the greatest of guys to hobnob with, but they're there. And I I also would have been there. There I am. Me and you are investors again. We have our masks on, and I'm like, hey, uh. By the way, does, did you say you control them? Or do I actually mind controlling them when they're with me? Like, I don't need you doing your nonsense. All you
1: need is your robot device, and you too can control these freaking post-humans. I would be asking these
0: questions, though. The way he's saying it's very personal. I'm like, And by the way, is there like a fail-safe thing that you can like take control of them later? Because I don't want that either. I don't need you to you know, put your fingerprints in here and what I'm doing, which I assume I assume that's what it is.
1: Oh, once President Bendix has all these post humans set in place in different nations and corporations across the world, all of a sudden they turn against their freaking owners like now I ruin it all.
0: It'd be funny, too. I'm in a I'm a news report, right? Because all this word's getting out. It's spreading. I'm like, listen, no, I was not in Gamora. I did not attend that thing. I have four of these robot guys behind me. The the, the post humans are just sitting there. I'm like, don't look at the post humans. I, I I didn't buy them. They, they're uh, that's Charlie, uh, Tom, and Susie. They're just regular working day shows like you. Uh, we will confirm that. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> the chick is South American born. Uh but overall, what would you get?
1: This thing is. I like the art in this a lot, and I like the idea that we are seeing like you know John take up the mantle of Superman while actually show him doing superman level of things outside of just being street level superman also seeing the vulnerability of the character when he is com- like fr- confronted face to face with a thing that he didn't realize could actually happen or like you know it put the, a new fear into our hero here that i look forward to going so i like all of that everything to do with bendix and the post humans here was not a fan of because it just left me wondering how am i supposed to feel about this so i gave it a 7.8 out of 10 yeah i'm a 7.5 uh
0: my problem is again when you were saying that like john yeah he he's young. Right, He was aged, so he missed some things But I don't know They're that- not even playing it that way for the most part no.
1: John is a well-rounded 17, 18 year old man For some He's reason He is the
0: most well-balanced Like, 17, like a normal 17 year old that didn't Kid grow up
1: spend seven years with a psychopath In a volcano way more balanced than exactly. I am Exactly,
0: <laughs> kids who have great parents Don't live in a volcano getting yelled at By an evil doppelganger of their dad Maybe eating raw pork, I don't know Because yeah. it did look like at points like that But you got the volcano to cook it He's got heat vision now, it's fine People regular deal they're, more, they're less well adjusted than him So that throws me off The other idea of this is he is a superhero Yeah, he isn't like a Damien right? Damien has seen shit I mean, he's seen some shit, he's done some shit But I don't think that John is so naive Because of how it's played out Of how adult he is That he doesn't realize that his dad, every other superhero And everything can't save everyone And you do have deaths And you do end up having that stuff That's why he's doing the job To prevent those, and yeah, unfortunately Can't do it, but it wasn't even played out, we've had stories Where the centering of it And Superman, you know, or like a flash Going so, like he's running himself Ragged because he's there, Superman Had that, where he's flying all over the place And he almost, you know, conks out because He's overworking, because he has to Save everyone, from a cat in the tree To somebody drowning, things like that And this just was like, there, almost Like Tom Taylor's like, oh, and by the way He feels that way too, and it, It didn't feel new it didn't feel fresh and it didn't feel like John reacted in a way of somebody new on the job because he is so adjust and he does seem to be doing everything right. And it just feels weird. It was more of a setup. Know, for he Bendix. was
1: locked up a few issues ago.
0: Yeah, he was. But I'm saying with this. Yeah. But then again, he was locked up because he went and protested on the front that that was again. John being the way to the do same. it right is not to get caught, This wasn't like him John pick- John. pocketing or he's stealing gum or something. Getting
1: caught stealer from Hot Topic so, at the mall. And, and
0: so even with that, what ends up happening in some of these things with Tom Taylor is you have that moment. Oh, my God. John's just like me. He's protesting. And then nothing comes about almost in the idea of, well, and here I am. If I'm doing that, I'm like, I still have my damn court date coming up. i I'm screwed. There's Johnny's just John. Wish my dude. daddy was Superman. Kind of goes against some of the things. Always feels like so much of a push to try to be like he's the greatest. Yeah, I know that, but show me, you know how he's but doing do you this. Know but that? the idea that he's just crying because somebody died—that that's not enough for me anymore. And I need a little more. And we're at eight issues now. The next two, and then I say this even about the Detective Comics. We'll be talking about that obviously this week. But where does it get to the point where? You say, well, we have had too much of the let's get on with something because I think eight issues is well enough to establish what we're getting in this issue. And let's get on with some bigger and better things. I want to see some real struggles and see how he reacts to those. Um, but whatever. Th- this is what we're getting. And I still like it. Like I said, seven, five. I think the art's really good. And I think the Bendix stuff with Luther, which is only you know one page here, but Luther and him kind of got. That interests me, and I want to see what happens. And we always wanted Luther to maybe mentor John. A bit. Totally. <laughs> really, as the thing goes, I think John needs a mentor Luther. <laughs> that John, I mean, he's got a head on his shoulders, but we'll see. We'll see as it goes. But I need a little more. This is next book up is Back Girls, and it's Back Girls number three, written by Becky Clunen and Michael W. Conrad, Jorge Corona on art, Sarah Stern and Ivan Cassenti on colors, Becca Carey on letters. And, I mean, which story should I say that we're dealing with here? Because Tudor. we have so much going on here. We have Tudor that suddenly, this ends up, it has you a got the hell
1: serial killer, and then you have the saints and the seer.
0: This is starting to be like, and it's not as big, but starting to be like the idea where we realized at a point where Scott Snyder didn't care about Barbados anymore. Now he cares about the Batman who and metal. Uh, Barbados
1: so, are yeah, islands. Well, Whatever.
0: But you end up having here where. You can never tell what story is the one that they care about. Now it's Tudor, but there's also the, the, you know, serial killer. There's also Sear. Sear gets mentioned by Batgirl Barbara as a point where, you know, I can't do that without Sear, but man, don't know anything about that. Like she doesn't do anything. She can't do girls, anything. Girls, yeah, girls, Yeah, that's it.
1: I need you to go after Tudor because I can't, I, have, I can't leave the warehouse right now because the Sear might take control of my system again and I can't let that happen, you know. Two hours later, you talked me into going. You damn girls! And you know what happened? The seer got control of the computer. <laughs> the seer computers. got control, putting pictures up. And all of a sudden, you like call up Barbara Gordon when she's trying to go say, "What's your favorite scary movie?" Well, she has a voice modulator that makes her sound like Dick Grayson. They so start talking that, like sexy. flirt with each other. <laughs> that
0: made me laugh. With uh, that though, you, you have you this where idiot. you have this stuff know. going on. The art. Of a lot of no, people. Then. A lot of people seem to like it. The problem I is, don't. my problem is. Is that I have a battle in my mind. Which is confusing me more. Is it the art that's making me not really get the story at points. Or is it the story so convoluted and thin. Paper thin. That it ends up where it's not helping the art. Because I don't like it. I think that it's everybody's doing their own thing to kind of be like, wow, in your face, look at us. We're extreme. Well, even the
1: idea of the color, not even just the art, which I'm not a fan of, but the, the color colors, palette yeah. that goes with the art as well. We even have like the Batgirls go and confront Tudor inside this boat's freaking cargo hole or whatever you're going to call it, the inside of a ship. And the, the darkness of this whole situation where the coloring of Tudor's outfit itself almost kind of blends into everything else that's going along. The only thing that's distinct are the Batgirls. I'm like, even when Tudor is running away from the crime scene in this, he, I actually had to squint to see like what the hell was going on Because he blended into the background And that's the main I know is. that
0: you want to play that idea of mysterious deal or whatever But this is the big villain that you're getting right now And you want to see now The
1: big villain that huffs fear toxin mixed with nitrous oxide I like that
0: at, at points because they don't know it's nitrous At the one point they end up like I think it's fear gas that they say Which for some reason <laughs> Fear gas mixed with something else I don't know They kept saying that then later, Barbara figures out, oh, it's with nitrous, and that explains everything. I'm like, I don't think does it does. It,
1: I don't think it does at all. the idea, in this issue of Backros, we have, like, we end the last issue, Stephanie Brown being taken control of mentally by, you know, Tudor here, and it's a weird situation where I'm trying to break down the idea, because Tudor, the graphic designer, spray paint artist, and also, like, the guy who brainwashes people to steal random items so he can make sculptures on fucking ship decks. I don't know what the hell he's doing, but Let's break this down. Let's try to at least. You have the fear gas that goes out there. It's also mixed with nitrous oxide. And Tudor wants everybody to realize when you have stuff like the consumerism, that's bad. Stuff's bad. Of that he likes things. Yeah. I, what's the thing is you're gonna be you're gonna feel the fear, but feel the fear and move past it. almost the idea of a fear state evolution through fear with what he's talking about. You got to move past what you are afraid of. And the way that this happens, he puts the fear gas out there, possibly, but you're also triggered when you see his artwork. Through a mental command, and I can only imagine it is because Stephanie Brown in the previous issue sent an email through her telephone. Yeah, but how does to, that like, make you know, sense? I don't know how it makes sense. I'm breaking down the evidence of what we had because only Steph is taking control, and that's because of, of that connection the, from the email, right? Exactly, the little phone thing. So there's a technological a connection based center. off a freaking mobile phone that's that Cassie Kane doesn't have because she's not stupid enough to freaking have it you know send bad guys emails and shit like that. But the idea that this spellbound art installation that he's doing with all of this rummage-freaking-garbage structures, like, you know, uh, uh, sculptures that he's doing... I just don't understand how, because it really seemed that we we're heading towards the idea that Spellbinder was somebody seems that seems like we're still going to well get that. This
0: book is going to get real crowded. It already because is. You
1: have Tudor here doing this in the background. You have the Saints watching, who are the leftovers of the Magistrate that the Seer has, like you know, used against. So, like actually, the, the Saints itself, like I want to say, the Seer is screwing around with the backrows by sending them after, by give, tipping them off, stuff like that. But they are their own entity for the most part they are watching this waiting for the back girls. The back girls don't do what they're supposed to. So you just have the same show up for like a panel or two to say like, Oh man, they got away. And then you just have the seer jumping back in this whole thing. Like, why are you j- cramming this book full of thing? And also joking about the idea. Oh man, do you remember these guys, they showed up to it. Like edition number two. I'm like, it's issue number three. Why are you reminded? But the idea, like, oh, wait, if you haven't read that, but go and read that oh now. We'll and then, wait, yeah, now, like, we're we're forth, then now we're jumping forth.
0: Now we're We're cracking through in the narration, which is ridiculous. That throws it off as well. And also, it, what reminds me of the uh, Saints actually reminded me when we were first introduced to uh, Gotham and Gotham Girl. And then even the idea of Hugo, where you had in that rebirth special, like the time is now, now, yeah, where you just go by and see the because they're just there to remind you, which that's fine. But then you have to, you're almost explaining your own joke, and you're breaking the fourth wall with the narration. Now you don't need that. You you don't that. That's ridiculous.
1: Isn't a purple box of narration right there? I always assume going to this that for some reason we have that it's Stephanie Brown giving us the narration. I always have to remember, oh no, it's bullshit. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I forgot it's bullshit, but. Even within the art, I just wanted to mention another thing that annoys me with the art. And it's something that I didn't really, I noticed it, but not as much. And then once I noticed it, it really annoys me is that when when you end up where they're doing this. And like you said, I think that the idea of Tudor and the huffing and the say is just to get neon colors in here. I mean, it almost feels like, hey, I'll throw you a solid butt. You have Jorge Corona's doing the art. It's already a, a really frenetic style. It's got a stylistic deal, whatever. And that's the thing
1: is, I like Jorge Corona's art style, like we had in We Are Robin. But this when the, it gets like it gets too dark and drab, I'm like, what are you doing? And what it's, is like, there?
0: I want to get a hold of him though. I want to say like, hey, dude, like when you're done, do, do you have to go and splatter black paint on everything? Because he every panel has those dots where it looks like he's just gotten his brush and went. Phew, and, and did a little of that black splatter It's in almost every single panel And it's not just what's happening in the panel It's just there And I don't like it. it It ruins it for me It actually throws me off multiple times Where it's just there And I mean, I'm even looking I'm going through each thing At one point, it looks like it's on the window Above Cass's head Then the next deal, it's on the clock Then the next deal, it looks like it's hovering in space It, it annoys me the whole time It's even on the cover But with that, the story it's so hard to grasp exactly what they're doing. And then when they do it, they kind of just meander around, talk about being BFFs and, hey, that's cool and whatever. And I still keep getting reminded that Michael W. Conrad was on that interview, I believe, with Newsarama, and said that they were like 10 and 12, 12 and 13. And they play off like that. These are not the back girls that have been girl before. These aren't the people who ended up. And with that, too, I see the progression of cast like she's never had anybody but she did she had duke and things and I just don't get it, and you have these little asides. Hey, I was just thinking, of, I had a fear toxin deal of my dad. Same here. We got bad dads. Let's bad move dad's on. Cool. And so it's not anything of substance, and that's what I think the big thing is. It's trying to play off a bit of the Burnside backdoor stuff, which me well, and you weren't only a big that, fan but anyway. in
1: here too, where Barbara does go to the art installation and try to see, like you know, be the woman there in like as Barbara Gordon, try to see what she can see while you know. Being the earpiece to the back row, so are watching the situation go down. But you introduce the character of Christopher Dante, an old school chum, a college chum of Burnside College that Barbara used to know. And I'm like this guy who does, you know, artistic therapy. I'm like, oh,
2: <laughs> oh
0: you're just an like asshole. Every
1: other fr- no, just like every other person that because it is a suit. Like the assumption is made here. Um, that Barbara used to date this yeah, guy well, in that's, the,
0: that's the cliche. like,
1: like in the ba- Batgirl books that we had throughout this whole thing, anybody that Barbara dates seemed like turned into Especially a bad guy.
0: That that was such a huge play. That when so
1: obviously this guy is working with Tudor and or it is Spellbinder going forward. And if if he somehow
0: sleeps on her couch, now there's real shit going down because that really causes problems. But you're right; it just ends up being that cliche the, and the
1: further connections that we have here because he shows up out of nowhere to give us his whole exposition of the backstory the connection with barbara gordon but when you have like you were bringing this up before to I me mean, before we even got on tonight the grace O'Hara and you know the tv reporter with what it looks like and how much she drinks it really seems like there's also going to be that familiar connection between her and the seer who looks like she is possibly the little girl and again that's TV why reporter. it must
0: have been like i kept saying before they look exactly alike her. and yeah. you said no way because it's a little girl and they went so I was trying to make it work, but there is that age now. I, I see it must be your daughter. It has to be. It just seems that. But I also thought that Grace, cause in this, Grace is starting to look more and more like Sierra normally in a regular deal. I know she's an older lady, but the idea where she says tutor with a D and she says it a couple of times. They, they correct her one point. I'm waiting. I was waiting for the end for just that. What they thought was clever where you end up having Sierra talking to Barbara. Oh, you're just concerned with that tutor and it'd be a d and I'm like I'm right but it didn't the thing is, I've been saying
1: tutor this entire time because the thing is I actually don't see a difference with the way I say it because the thing is even the idea where uh, you're talking about this joke right here where it says she's like simply as the tutor and then the camera that's tutor and I'm thinking to myself I didn't even read it that way for some reason they' like I thought he was like uh correcting her on the idea of the hey <laughs> like no no that's tutor not oh, Tudor. The and tutor. then she, she says it again. Pick up again and then
0: she says tutor at one point but says two door a, a little bit later as well i thought that's the tell and it still may be and i'm telling you just watch and here's the thing it makes no sense for grace to be seer right it makes no yeah. sense that's why i think it is because Conrad and Clonin they're, they're not it's, doing it's crap. It's a little
1: girl that was there with the rest of the kids of the freaking high society that was left on the UFO. The way State that Industries. they're playing
0: this, I'm starting to think that all this involves, I mean, spellbinder, crazy art therapy, and that this woman has a split personality <laughs> and the other one is Seer and plays off as a little girl. And they're going to try to fudge it in. I, I, just, I get this weird idea because I don't trust them, even from reading the Wonder Woman book, that they just do what they want. And... We already saw that they were writing and and pretty much said they were All writing. All of a sudden she transforms
1: little. into a character like baby doll from and Batman. I'm telling you, when you see her, series. she
0: looks really, yeah, the, but she already looks like a, you know, a little small lady. So I don't know, but we'll see, because even at the end, I'm looking at her, then going to the back and I'm like, yeah, it's that stylistic art, but they do look a lot alike, uh. But, yeah, so you have that. But that whole seer thing, like you said earlier, you don't really do much with it. It's just.
1: No, you just have the seer saying, like, hey, I'm still around. I'm going to fuck with you, Barbara Gordon. Ha, 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 ha. I'm like, thank God Jace Fox is out of it's Gotham. It's made to make it so
0: that Barbara can't go out and help. But then she does. And then she gets screwed in the way that she thought she was. It's just nobody's doing
1: anything right here. Um, but then we do. still have to contend with the saints and, eventually. And, yeah, the
0: saints there. And, and with Tudor, he's there and he's doing pretty much like a whole lot of on people he's gassing them throwing out, i guess nobody would really go to his you know whole art exhibit uh so he's doing that but it seems like nobody seems, seems to think of the he's talk bad of the
1: town though where he's a banksy situation
0: How? i mean it looks like he is out doing bad things as himself he, he says hey, i am the tutor he's throwing flyers that should be something that throws up some you know red flags around town i, know, I think the other
1: thing is i'm counterculture. jim i ain't about authority i'm with this tutor going out there i'm like yeah down with the politicians and the bullshittery yeah,
0: the other thing about it though is when you go into this i, I know and, what the kids like yeah really you have that art <laughs> deal and i don't think this happens a lot when we go through books and we have a part where it's supposed to be this moment they're like holy shit look at and i think that that pile of garbage that art it, it threw me off because you couldn't really see what it was. You just I mean, at, at one point, the one person begins it by saying, hey, that's that thing that was stolen from my kitchen. I'm like, look at that crazy. Tree. What do you? Th- oh, OK. It's made oh, of
1: when, when people went up to that gigantic sculpture and they knew exactly what piece of what was made out of this whole thing was able. Oh, my God. That's my PS5. Like, how the fuck do you know PS5,
0: that? I'm telling you, this lady is there and I'm like, listen, lady, this isn't Jenga. This whole shit's coming down This thing is the leaning tower of shit pieces And she's pulling out her kitchen sink I'm like get away from it Jenga And so with that though The stylistic I didn't know what it
1: was like, I had no idea what it was a blender that she realized Oh my god this is mine I'm mean, like how are you freaking figure that out That's our TV That's our X station I'm She like, goes
0: this was stolen from my kitchen You're Just a bunch of fucking thieves, You know I, it's a blender Because she says the margaritas People right? ran
1: up and yelled "Dead!"
0: She's, but she's also a drunk I can't make my margaritas yeah, like right margarita Jim uh, look at that shit
1: pile. Are you grabbing a blender out of there and you're going to use it again? Th- this would be well, the, the idea is, that I'm looking at the shit pile and obviously it's magic, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> no I know. one's just staying That's up on its own. I think
0: it's winking at me. I have no idea. And that was the point with the art when they come in. I thought that it was a bunch of like robots and then something with eyes and glowing, like almost looks like it has like like egg sacs that, but it's supposed to be TVs. But how do they pass? Pop- So it threw me off. Look at
1: these people with their materialism stuff.
0: Things. Greed. I love it. It's like, listen, I don't like people having blenders. Like, I took this guy's walker. You mind your own business, Tudor. I'm like, where are my damn glasses? That's not really, you know, extraneous property here. I need
1: it. Look at you and your things, Jim. Your glasses. What are you saying? Not a better life with your things. But sir, I can't watch Blackpink. And he's like, exactly. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't. I'm doing you a solid. I'm keeping you off a list now. I took that guy's dignity. I took that guy's intelligence. Like, everybody's
0: yelling, You got my laptop. I need it for And rest. it's
1: like these revolutionaries who come about and be like, You know what? I'm going to change your life. Like, nobody asked you to, buddy. Fuck off.
0: It is funny because it is playing off like Banksy. I'm like, Where the hell did my freaking son? Banksy took it. I'm going to kill that guy. And then he ends up like, this seems like everything's fused together. <laughs> just
1: sucking on fear talks and telling you how shitty your life is. Go fuck yourself, that's, junkie. You know,
0: like now, I'm just going to get angry about the whole thing. We have this deal where they're trying to, instead of giving you character, the character work is General Grievous. This guy's well, coughing that's and wheezing
1: because we had the coughing and the wheezing. Uh, all I could think of was General Grievous that entire time. That's all I could think. I'm, like, I'm okay. like, I haven't thought of General Grievous in freaking 15 years, but here he is
0: now. The hell out of here! That annoyed me then. He's like, hey there. Hey there. What's a wheeze? <laughs> I just imagine they're like, all we have to do is run away from this guy. He's obviously having some problems.
1: Honestly, the thing is, I'm sitting here like, can I outrun Tudor with this coughing and wheezing? Because I wouldn't call myself much of a runner <laughs> That's right now.
0: True. Oh, you're running through my mind, Eric. How about that? Are you the moon? You end up where through this then
1: again? You you're want calling me fat? What do you mean? Am I the moon?
0: I love it because I end up like, oh, my God, that guy's a drug dealer. Oh, no, they mean his his crock pot. Here's your pot. I'm Cook like, it. holy crap, this guy's dealing. Uh, but even then, the saints there, and Barbara actually is the one who says, no, don't chase him, you know, because... We don't do that. We're getting back to that point where we left them rebirth. Where just let the villains go. They all need to get blimps and just go off waving. they
1: girl, green arrow. They're all about just letting the villains
0: go. So when this guy ends up where
1: until we meet again, they're gonna evil doer. They're gonna
0: deliver his cut. Cro- this is supposed to be the feels here because that guy, that rice cooker, crock pot, whatever, that was the one. His dead wife. Gave him and he needed it.
1: You mean that random guy who was assaulted by, you know, mind control construction workers and they still was crock by what this feels?
0: But that's what it is because that you have to stop to have that return. Oh my God, they do think of people. I don't never think that. This is the thing about the John stuff where you have Conrad and and they're writing these and they make it seem like that we come into this thinking cast as an uncaring blank slate that is just a killing machine. She's evolved past that. And if you have read the Batgirl book of her the, years ago, or even stuff recently, and they make it seem like they have to, oh, my God, she does. Yeah, I know she cares. She cares too much sometimes there.
1: The idea that we're showing that she cares, stuff like that. I'm waiting for you to de-evolve the character where, you know, you have two rows here. One has been trained since birth to be the ultimate weapon that, like, that can sense you doing anything this by the briefest of moments. And always show by doing this is that. She knew that Tudor was gonna try to strike Stephanie Brown and she was able to stop it before it happened because she saw it was like Take him out real quick because you are this yes. ma- like magical weapon that can be used for good in Gotham. Please do something This guy here. is a huffing asshole. Exactly. What's he doing? He
0: thinks he's an artist, era. He's I think he is an asshole. Can. That's all he has. I was waiting for him to go, you know, batty, 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 and use the spray cans to launch up like Bart thought he was going to. Hey, see you later, suckers. And he's going. Ah, uh, the whimsy of a child. We'll probably bring it up many a time again, but Batman legitimately said to Batwoman, Cass is the one person who could take me out, and, and not saying
1: that he was afraid. Why well, everybody loves Cass, the, and
0: that's and he wanted to, and that was where Batwoman. Make and again, more
1: childlike, you know, ruin the character, the evolution okay. of
0: the deal, and the the deal in that book, and that was the, I believe, the Tynan uh, detective, where. They ended up realizing we're also using Cass as a weapon. We can't do this. We have. They took her to the ballet and things like that. to Just to, try to go.
1: go and read the – two. I think it was like 2000, maybe 2002. This is the early 2000s, Cassandra King Batgirl series. It's
2: really it's good. It's really good. If
1: you want to like this character, you're not going to do it here. Or maybe if you do like the character here, imagine you'll like it 100 times more if you actually go and read about the I, character I over there. I think so
0: too. And really – In my mind, the art style isn't that far off at points from this. It's just clearer and a little better, well done, but it is kind of a stylistic deal for her in that as well. But, yeah. yeah. And um, with that, though, all this ends up being, and this is where Conrad and Clunen, I think that they are just just generic as hell because when you have this, all this book is, they think they're going to win everybody over. And they have won some people I've seen, but this is, again, BFFs. BFFs forever. So anything that happens and anything that's done, it has to concern one or the other being best friends with them instead of them being both back girls and being very confident and being able to. Cass would not think like the idea of me thinking about Cass taking down Tudor. Is almost a joke that I have to say that sentence because it would be an afterthought. She could end all of this instantly. Even Steph, but Cass, especially the idea with Cass would should be trying to dial her back from doing too much and then maybe, you know, being a little more violent than, you know, if you're going to play that deal. But instead, it's just, Oh, she read even that she's reading the body motions of Tudor, but we know that, but it's not played out in the script or the art either. It just says, she knows that he's going to attack. And you never really cool. get that deal where that's why she even has problems reading because she's done so much of a centering on Read. body language and stuff like that. And remember, they ended up saying that last My issue excuse. of go down to the get the book because you're getting better at that. And those are the little things that, they, you know, they're there and they're not doing anything. And it really feels like this book really is starting to remind me. And it's a book that some people love. But, I mean, people who threw shade at that young justice book, Bendis. That aren't throwing. I see the same thing of no story going on and just there to have these characters. Look
1: at us, we're young and free. And it's one of those things. The the young Justice people wanted because it was Young Justice, whether it was like not a quality book or not. They were just happy to get a Young Justice book. Now, thing thing I think people
0: want these characters. That's the same. I agree.
1: It's along the same lines, but I also see it along the lines of Batgirl Burnside, where eventually. It'll outstay its welcome and its charm because it will not give us any substance. It'll stay meandering like this. And the
0: thing about the back girl at Burnside deal, what I thought was the play there, because we had had back girl books, back girl, back back and then we get to that, so it felt like okay, we're we're getting back to the light, and and we saw it through right away that it wasn't really a light book. I mean, we had some things where we even said at the beginning, you know, it's going to be Barbara who's really a teenager and she's out there, she's getting drunk and drunk drive. We we had problems with it, but this one. I think maybe it's the combo. It's it's both of them because people are still at this point. We're still right in the beginning. This is only issue three, but they're still centering on almost like a, a super sons. Even the idea, well, the story's not great, but I'll let it work out because I'm a big fan of the character. It's
1: issue number three. And we already have four bad guys to contend with.
0: <laughs> One thing I was going to tell you, I'm reading this and I'm like. Possibly five. And so that's this is your monkey, Paul, Eric. I blame you, and I blame you 100%, because oh you kept saying she needs her own rogues gallery. Now, you said Batgirl in general, meaning Barbara, but Batgirl, yeah. the character, oh, you're getting it, Eric. It's just not good. No,
1: I'm not. I'm really not.
0: But you are getting new rogues for her. They just suck, and nothing's developed because you have too much going on. And so it, it feels like, it feels like everybody's running in fast motion here while, uh, while I'm in slow motion and can't keep up fast with the motion. way things go. You you fast forward. But when I catch up to them, I realize they really didn't do anything. They were just running around and waving their arms and things like that. And it's a shame because, like you said, the setup is Barbara. I can't go because of seer. Oh, I'll go. I meet a old ex that is probably going to be a villain. And Charles now, Dante. Sudden, His
1: name is Charles Dante. He's a bad
0: guy. Yeah, really. But I, I'm telling you. When you end up giving the crockpot to the guy, I swear to God that that was a threat. The the note found your pot. I'm like, oh, oh my God. God, his stash is gone. Oh my God, he's screwed. Oh, it was the crockpot. Oh, I get it. <laughs> there you go. I don't know if they ever went in that. I don't know. Me, so. ghost isn't my strong deal there. <laughs> uh, with that though, by the end, I kind of my head was spinning when I read it and. I'm almost at the point where did did you get angry reading it?
1: Because I didn't really get
0: angry. I just I'm like, no, what's going on I, here?
1: I, you don't usually get I'm angry at things. I get
0: angry at things. Like I read when we did our our spotlight this week on the Patreon deal, I did get angry at Justice League uh, Annual. I ended up getting angry at Bendis in that while I was reading it. This I'm just kind of it's not like ambivalence, but I think that there's such nothing going on that I don't really think I need to concern myself. And maybe it'll right the wrongs, but it seems like. You already see an M.O. of this book of just being nonsense.
1: Well, that's the thing is, I'm all here for a Batgirl's book. Barbara, Cass, Steph, all hanging out. I'm all here for it. What I'm just hanging on to right now is waiting for a new creative team. Okay.
0: Three issues in the <laughs> waiting. We might be waiting a while, and hopefully— I'll be here. We always say this. We always have, like, the argument about things. Like, if if they do end up, if this fails, will you just end up just getting Batgirl, Barbara, again? Or I hope that they stay together. Ah, uh, these three, because I think that it could really do something. But it should—that's the thing. Having three back girls on a book should make it even more awesome. That they can—I mean, this should rival any team in the DCU. You say
1: that? I'm just thinking about. Yeah, we did it with Nightwing two years ago. People weren't happy about no, that either.
0: But I'm saying you have—you know—former four Nightwings. Well, that's four Nightwings. One was a EMT, the other was a firefighter. These are legit. There were three
1: cops and these a firefighter. These are legit
0: Jim. kick-ass back girls. Like this team. Should be the best of the best. Well,
1: they, all I'm saying is, you're going to put down these other people. I'm like, thank you for your service. Yeah, well, officers, really, well I don't know.
0: I don't know what goes on in Bloodhaven. They seem to be on, they're not on the up and up, though they were. And we like Hutch and things like that. But this is not just a firefighter and police officer. This is Batgirls. And Agreed. They don't feel like it. And it really plays. Now, with that, it really, in my mind, plays off of Cass more. Like, I'm like, Cass is more capable than this. Steph just doesn't do anything. She ends up being the
1: foil of everything.
0: And I hope that that's not with that all the time. And Let's here, she's the time. one to get. Steph stew.
1: keeps getting brainwashed, and then Cass has to stop what she's doing, because I don't want to hurt you, and she's not. She's going to hold on to you until you step out
0: of it. Seriously, you just revealed another villain in this. It's, it's the flightiness of Steph. Steph has to get her head together. Keep your head in the game, girl. I mean, really, because that is what you just said. That's what Cass is pretty much fighting the whole time, is steph's nonsense hurt you yeah i mean it would be like you know there we are me and you and you know john cena we're we're you know it's somehow we're a three-piece tag team right Yeah, one of those so we end up going right three bird rules it's like the the new day or something but we end up where john cena can barely even wrestle the others because he's too worried about getting our shit cleared up because we're terrible i mean it would be awful so and that's how i feel here where everybody's Fumbling to cause the issues Instead of actually being superheroes But I don't know, like I said though It just doesn't seem like there's anything here It's paper thin, so whatever uh, What would you give it?
1: I would give this issue a fuck you five I'm oh not my a fan goodness. of the story, I'm not a fan of the way the characters are depicted and I'm not a fan of the art Yeah,
0: I, again, we have that special score uh, I'm going over, I, I'm a four Just so people know that I, I really don't like this And I'm not well, a fan of the really art thing that really
1: lets you know it is when I say it's
0: a fuck you five Usually, if it's a five, it's a five. This is a fuck you five. We have actually been a little lenient on that, so that really gives me an idea that you, I I think you don't like this book. (laughs) I don't like this book, but it could turn around. It's only three issues in, but I don't. Conrad and Clonin just have not won us over on Wonder Woman, and I'm just worried, you know, that this will just keep going. We're the Big Nighter story, and it ends up, yeah, and it ends up with this where. You know, you go on Twitter and see the creators and stuff like this, and I think that they're in this little bubble of theirs, and they think that this is the greatest thing ever. Because there are people who are, you know, very happy just to have. And you know, there people will buy if you have a firestorm. You're going to get the first issue. You are one that well, you I will you will drop it though if it if it's bad. But
1: you say that I'm like I never drop the world's finest new fifty two.
0: Yeah, you're just the same because you want to support the Man. characters that you love, and uh, yeah, I just. It just, I need more. Like,
1: I'd like to think that I'm the guy that will drop these books, but I don't know if I will. <laughs> <It's> true. You'll <laughs> get better. Like, right now, even when I told you, I'm just waiting for a new creative team. You don't get good. I'm, I'm
0: telling you, didn't even say that with that World's Finest, No. 52, every, every month when that
1: book would every come out. The issue was Paul was trying to figure out a way to burn Power Girl's and, costume off. And the
0: best was that that was, and we ended up finding out from Andrew and Belfast, that that was a big point of contention for you on the first episode of this podcast. Because a lot of this talk, this was before we even had a podcast. So it ended up where, and a and site, you were just getting that book as a fan and getting so upset.
1: There's no reason they couldn't have been the greatest, world's
0: finest. At, at that point, I don't know what happened, but I was the voice of reason then. And I'd say, Eric, was it good? No, it sucked. It was terrible. And then you would say, get this. This is how Paul Levitz got the, the boob window and the costume. You tell me that. And then I'd say, well, that's bullshit. I mean, you told Tony to take it off your pull list, right? Nah, I might yeah, do it because, today You'd always say that you might Well, you know, because you have look, a month now The best now.
1: issue of that series is when Damien Huntress His sister from another world Got together and I'm like, this is what it could be all the
0: time I love to, at points you'd even uh, Not that you lied to me I'm the liar of the two of us But with that, you wouldn't lie, but you, you almost lied to yourself Because then you would say like, I'm like, I thought you told me you were going to try Oh, I forgot. Pre- I forgot to tell him. I'll t- maybe I'll do it next time. And then you got that one. You only needed that one issue. Oh, my God. What an issue. I think at one point, almost like me getting on the podcast and saying, Hey, I don't feel good. And you say, I just ended up
1: saying, Just stop. I, I don't know a lot that about that issue, but for some reason in my mind, I think they fought werewolves. Yeah, I I, I, don't know, may have,
0: I remember that they met in like a graveyard, though. <laughs> yeah, the, I remember in the that. Snow. Because again, I wasn't even reading it. You told me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in. I'll read it. Ah, uh, but I just remember when I just said to you, "Should have been the best." He said, "Stop it! <laughs> Stop with your nonsense! You're not dropping this book. You're going to go to the end." And then I think you were relieved when, Isn't when that, it was like
1: how terrible the Teen Titans were in the too? I didn't miss an issue. I even like accidentally fucked up one back cover to one at the store and ended up and buying two issues yeah, of that one. I
0: love the idea that that's when you end up where. A book gets canceled, and you you bought every issue, but you're like, "Thank God, oh my thank God!" God, God. Thank then you. it's not on you. You're like, "I would have supported." Oh my
1: goodness gracious! <laughs> you
0: made me laugh. But again, when I think about that stuff, that's when me and you—well, you, of course, have been reading comics most of your life. I mean, what Honestly. did I say? But I was actually reading with you, and we were, you know, reading separate things and talking about them. I really enjoyed that. It's like a smile comes to my face thinking of those innocent times. there.
1: But I you know, will we we say the book that everybody was sleeping on during that era was The Blue Beetle. It never should have got canceled. That was a good book that nobody was reading. I remember at the point, too, and it's funny,
0: too, to think about what we talked about tonight and things like that, where you were loving Earth, too, like your favorite book. And then so Tom good. Taylor took over, and at first you were like, mm, he's not doing that great a job. And it was okay. He had some stuff in that, you but know, I remember. And then
1: World's End happened, and the book just tanked all around. Now we have two books that suck.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's almost like the idea when they did that uh that crazy green uh, lantern, the lost army and then they ended up getting Tom Taylor to write the ship at Edge of Dark. Edge That's of Oblivion? Edge of Oblivion, and it, it stunk still. You couldn't it's shine that It's a continuation
1: of the story, so when you jump in with Tom Taylor's story, all of a sudden it has no continuity with where we left off previously. Yeah, it's so like, crazy. What are we doing? And, and at that point, we were like... Remember when Guy Gardner was a freaking, like, a, uh, a Christmas lantern, where he had a red ring and a green ring, and then we go to the next one? Oh, no, he's just a green writer. Well, I,
0: I, I, hey, I remember when he ended up getting his ring off, and he was in his undies, and you were so impressed and explaining to me How how great that was When he had the baby Remember Oh it was so cool Yeah it was so cool though When he had the baby And stuff Oh my god Oh memory lane Oh, it's that was so the funny. end of that series which is very odd yeah yeah memories like almost like walking around like Kane.
1: that's right after charles sewell after we saw a few issues left and i forget who was on that now i feel bad because i talked to the person think
0: of those deals back then and yeah I was think it it, man, no i don't think it was i'm no, trying to think i i was it, Sh- it wasn't sean aldridge right that we no. uh, actually are. Uh, yeah, the the thing is though, like back in those days, like the big things were like zilliest socks and stuff that we really enjoyed in that Red book. Oh. Yeah, he's a testicle. Remember when he was the Red and he realized he had to learn to love ah, squares? Walker did okay, that. Okay, yeah. Remember, Final two issues. Remember when he learned to love the squares? <laughs> so good. The cubes, oh, Jim. There you go. Hi, they're squares to me. You know, squares not it's like in the, the square thing. He was a kid. Yeah, really. You say "Hip to Be Square" by one of the squares bands back in the day. Well, has been more beloved since old Huey Lewis, but that is better. <laughs> We're done. Nonsense included. But thanks, everybody, for listening. It is the Thank Rod. It's Friday episode, so I hope that you enjoyed that as much as we enjoyed going down memory lane. But with all that, stay tuned. We have a regular podcast Sunday night with a bunch of bad books, it seems, but a bunch of things going on. Including the Detective Comics, the Tower, and the Boy Eric, the House, the of, boy, Gotham. House I, I really of Gotham. I really do like. Once we started talking about that last week, that's that story's elevated in my mind. Just like the I Am Batman having the laugh track and the applause. I, I just <coughs> I like it, and uh, yeah, and, and a bunch of other books, Urban Legends, Joker coming, you know, getting closer to an end. Things like that with all the books this week. So yeah, tune in on Sunday night. Also. Go to our Twitter at Weird Science DC and follow us. We'll follow you back. You can tell Eric that he's one snazzy guy is what you can do snazzy. there. Yeah, you snazzy guy and a hell of a dancer, I heard. That's just, I know it's a lie, but I heard that. We also can go, or you can go to the website. I already do. WeirdScienceDCComics.com. We also have a Instagram that I'm putting some things on there, which is Weird Science Comic and also our Patreon patreon.com slash weird science where you can get a bunch of shows including our weekly very weekly patreon only spotlight where two books are picked by the badasses of the get fresh crew uh, uh, on the patreon and they ended up picking what this week eric because now i can't remember titans united titans united number six and justice league 2022 annual number one i get that all confused how you're supposed to say it but
1: that's how you're supposed to yeah, say it Yeah,
0: I, I end up having to think a little bit more than I like to, Eric I'm a lazy man comes first Yes, it does Just like you, Eric <laughs> Just like that And and first and only But with that, Eric What do we say at the end of the Thank Rod, It's Friday
1: podcast? Thank God It's Friday? You are all weirdos
0: Weird science is the revolution
2: Weird science is the revolution the revolution.